Welcome back to the Flipping the Industry podcast. My name is Tori Johnston and I am your host today. We are here with Brett Turley, our admissions director here at IBE, and I am so excited for you guys to get to know him and to get to know the admissions process a little bit more in detail. So Brett, you can go ahead and introduce yourself and kind of tell us how long and how everything started for you at IBE. So I am Tyler Turley's little brother, so McKinsey's husband, and I started with the company basically probably three months after it started and Tyler and McKinsey were just getting swamped. <laughs> um, and then they asked me to come on. And so, yeah, I've been here ever since as the director of admissions. And so my job is just to interview the stylists that are coming in and to just gotta kind of get a feel for what they're looking for. And that's basically it. Yeah. So I'm really excited to chat more to you about the interviews. So to date, how many interviews have you, do you know how many interviews you've had so far? Yeah, it's a hard number to kind of pin down. I'd say that I'm probably somewhere in the, I don't know, I'd say in between seven to 10,000. Somewhere in there is roughly where it's at. That is actually crazy. What can a stylist expect when coming to have an interview with you in IBE? I guess basically it's just a conversation. So I'm just trying to get to know them as far as what they're looking for, the type of training that they're looking for. Some stylists, they just want hands-on training only. Yeah, the purpose is just to get to know them, find out what they're looking for and see if we can actually provide what it is that they are looking for. It's so true. And it's really interesting too. I know stylists are very specific when it comes to how they want to learn. Some like that is a hill that they will die on. But at IBE, we have both. So. Yeah. And I find that the stylists that, you know, oftentimes the stylists that think that in the beginning, they'll think that, man, I'm, I'm a super hands-on person. I think that a lot of people think that initially. But again, the thing I always tell them is just that the reason that we set it up the way that we did, again, we didn't go online because of COVID. So we were online bef- before COVID. There's a lot of companies who rushed. They threw together an online program in about a week and now we're online and we did that differently where we decided to go online from the very beginning and there's reasons for that primarily just that you know if you were to go to an in-person class and you're learning extensions from the ground up in order to do that in two days even if it's not necessarily in person even if it was like a one-on-one like like a full-blown in-person one-on-one just me and the person who's teaching me in order to get up to speed with extensions and that amount of time is super tough even if it's one-on-one, you know? So true. So we have to have the online and the mentorship so that, again, there needs to be that repetition where they go back and they say, oh, I didn't get this, or yeah, this is all messed up. And then they try it again and they try it again and try it again and that repetition over time And then obviously, if they want to attend the in-person class, then that's available. That's why we decided to do that. It makes so much sense. And I think the misconception is that online education isn't hands-on. I feel like we have a very hands-on approach as far as mentorship goes. I mean, as soon as you apply, how long after applying are stylists able to move forward with getting their kit and getting their hands on their mannequin? Usually it's about in between, I would say, probably two to seven days. Um, that's our wait time is when we reach out to the stylist and book out their appointments and, and then talk to them about what they're looking for. So that's roughly the ballpark as far as time frame. And that's much quicker than enrolling in a class, waiting, flying there, getting there, hoping to learn it, hoping you retain it, and then going back home and trying to implement it. So I think that this approach is 
much more versatile to our lifestyle working behind the chair as well. So when it comes to stylists becoming a part of the IBE community, do you have a specific stylist that you're looking for to join IBE? We're open to anybody, but I would say that it's people who are just like serious about becoming extensionists, honestly. It's uh, it's somebody who they're in it to win it. And again, there's pros and cons to being an experienced stylist and being a brand new stylist. You know, somebody who's experienced might have some habits that they have picked up over the years that might not serve them super well and they have to break those habits. Some stylists that are brand new, they might be a little bit more inexperienced, but at the same time, they're still coachable and teachable. And so there's pros and cons to both. Um, but uh, I mean, the, the first thing probably above all is just the mindset that, hey, I want to learn. I'm open to learning. I'm not too cool for school. Even if you've been a stylist for 20 years, you know, somebody who with that attitude that just says, I want to learn and I'm open to learning is probably primarily who we're looking for. I love that because I feel like with, with stylists, there are people who are just looking to maybe do this for one client or maybe they have one client who needs extensions and they're not really sold on having it take over. And one thing about IBE is once you start doing it, your business will grow and it will expand into your business. You'll have to make room for it because you'll just be in that demand in a sense. And so it is important, I think, to kind of narrow that down throughout that interview process. So within that interview process, why do you feel like that's needed? Because I know some other methods, they don't do an interview process. You wanna come, come learn it. So why do you feel like this is a good feature within IBE? So there's primarily two reasons for the interview process and I get that question a lot. Some stylists really love it. Some stylists are a little bit nervous about it. It's for two reasons. Primarily, it's to protect the stylist and to protect the brand. And what I mean by that is that it's just open to everybody. We wanna make sure that your investment is protected. You know, we wanna make sure that you know, you're investing all this cash and then, you know, so-and-so down the street, she can just sign up at any time and, and maybe it's a cheaper course or whatever. And now she's just on the same playing field as you say, it's just to protect the stylist, protect the brand, make sure that we protect the community. Yep. Community is a big part of IBE. It just makes sense. As you're saying that, I'm thinking like, I wouldn't want a job without an interview because at an interview, it's not only for them to get to know me, but also for me to get to know the details of that position. And so the same way here, it's like the stylist is getting the benefit of like having a place for all of their questions to go to straight to you. I'm sure there you get all kinds of questions. I'm sure you hear all kinds of stuff. And so, yeah, I, I think it's important that when you're learning about a new brand or thinking of investing in a new brand that you you have this sort of concierge service of getting to talk to somebody straight away and learning more and getting your questions answered. So. When it comes to the benefit of the stylist of being in an interview with you, I feel like there are a lot of nerves that come to the surface. So what would you tell a stylist who is preparing to come to an interview with you? How should they prepare? What information would they need? What would they need to do to feel most at peace during that? Just what exactly what you said. So just be at peace, just chill out. Like it's not a big deal. It's just a conversation that we want to have with you just about what it is, like we said at the beginning of what you're looking for. So, and if we can find that, and that is we offer what, what it is that you're looking for, then great, then let's get you going. And I would just say, don't be nervous. It's okay. It's not as scary as you might think. How often do you hear from stylists who are already certified in a method 
versus stylists who are just new looking to get certified? Would you say one or the other is more common? No, I wouldn't. I'd say that they're probably 50-50. Yeah. yeah, honestly, there's some stylists who are brand new and they're just getting into extensions and they've done their homework and they want to come with us or maybe they heard about us or something like that. Maybe they've seen other people in their salon that are already certified and so that piques their interest. And then there's stylists that have been, you know, certified in seven different techniques and, you know, they've been licensed for 30 years or whatever. So I'd say that it's probably 50-50 as far as that goes. That's interesting. I feel like this alone, this opportunity for a stylist to have to be able to connect with a brand in this way is is unique. I don't see very many other people doing this, having this approach. And I feel like it's a good thing to happen for both parties involved. I feel like when it comes to investing in a company, like as a stylist, talking to stylists, you guys need to be investigating and looking into where you invest your money. And if people cannot offer you the simplest, we're here for you. We are here to help you every step of the way, not just in the beginning. We don't bail on you. Then, you know, it's time to reassess for sure. You're exactly right, Tori. And that's the thing is just that I always tell the Silas, you know, the deeper you dig, the better it is for us. Like we want you to dig, do your homework, talk to Silas, research other companies, really do your homework, you know, and then to get to the point where you feel comfortable and you're ready to pull the trigger because yeah, we do stand behind the course. And another thing that I would say about that, as far as, you know, what they can do to prepare as you were talking, I kind of thought of this is just that I'll tell you a quick story. So when I first got married, my wife was a couple years older than I am. And so I was 27, she was 29. And when I first got married, I was like, I don't know, I mean, maybe just super stressed about being able to provide and yeah. earning money, the whole deal, you know, just trying to figure out life, I guess, you know, when you're young. And so I'm trying to figure this out. So I am a big reader. I read a lot and so I'm reading all these books about sales and marketing and entrepreneurship and all this stuff and anyways I find this course that I want to it piques my interest and I'm like man this is this could be it like this could propel me to I guess where I wanted to go and so I'm looking at this course but the price tag on the course is 10 grand. So it's $10,000. I don't have a ton of money. I mean, $10,000, like that was like monumental. Yeah. <laughs> so it was just a ridiculous amount of money. And this is a little bit of backstory, but I promise you I'll get to the point. So my wife, basically from the time she got out of college till we got married, but during that time she had saved, like she's a miser. She's saving every penny, pinching pennies, and she was able to pay off a condo. But I'm young and I'm nervous and I'm anxious and I'm trying to be able to provide, but we're living in this condo that's paid for. I see this course, we don't have the money to do it. And so I talked to her, I tell her, hey, this is a serious thing. I want to do it. Yeah. And I took out a loan against the condo in order to per in order to purchase the course. Looking back on that, it was a smart move and it was a bad move. And the point is just getting back to what you were talking about as far as what the stylists need when they come into the interview. Okay, that was the point of the, of the story. It's just that when I went into that course, I paid the money, I got into it, and I realized that, I don't know, I at the end of the course, I wasn't like, I didn't totally know what I was doing. Yeah. And a lot of stylists will come into the course and some of them think that by the end of the course, I'm gonna know how to run a salon. I'm gonna know how to run Facebook ads. I'm gonna know cut and color and style. And they're just yep. gonna know everything about everything. And that's not the case. And I think that some stylists, I think it's important to come into the interview, I guess just ready to work. Yes. Like ready to put in the work. Cause stylists will come in and I think that psychologically, they are trying to scratch an itch. Yes. They're saying, hey, I don't know how to do extensions. I need to learn how to do extensions. I get up the courage. I'm gonna spend this money, this $4,000 on this course. And then they spend the money. They have a huge dopamine kick. Yep. And then they go, 
oh, like, okay, now I have to like actually develop this skill. Right. And so it's like a wake up call. And so I think that that's important to understand is just that, you know, skills are not transferable. And it's not like you can, like as a parent, you can save up money for 10 years or 30 years and you can write a check out to your kid and you can put your kid in an entirely different situation financially. Well, as a parent, I can't work out twice a day for the next 30 years and then give my kid 30 years worth of workouts and then all of a sudden, you know, she has this great physique. Right. You know, like skills are not transferable. And so I think the stylists... When they come into this, yes, you're going to have a guide. Yes, you're going to be fast-tracked. Yes, there's going to be a ton of support and there's going to be all these things, but you need to know going into it, I have to put in the work for this and I, I need to be ready and prepared and not just like lay back in your seat and say, oh, teach me, you know, just teach me everything that I need to know. Like you have to be more aggressive than that. I love that scenario. I love the connection that you had there because it's so true. I think be ready and willing to adapt new theories, new concepts, new ideas, and to be able to put in the work because it's it's a huge overhead to take on certification. I don't think people realize the time it takes, the work it takes, and already if you're already a busy stylist, it's it's hard to find the time, especially if you have a family to take care of and you can't really make adjustments. Like there are sacrifices that have to be made one way or another, whether it's with your time and not getting certified as quickly as possible, or whether it's like moving your schedule around and not sleeping or something crazy. But it's like that alone, but the work has to be done. I love you shared that because I think a lot of stylists out there are just looking for something to be transferred to them, whether it's knowledge, whether it's a skill or a client in their book, there are, and you know, we do our best. I think at IBE, we do the best at it at referring guests your way. We have the map, You once you're certified, you can be on the certification map where new clients can find you and access you, which is a huge perk. And I think that that's really, really a treat that IBE does that for us. I know that a lot goes into the back end of that. There will be clients, but you have to put in the work to perfect the skill and the technique and that whole business aspect of it. Like that's not gonna be done for you. There's still a in that you have to hold up per se. From all the stylists that I've talked to, there's not gonna be a better roadmap out there than IBE. So, and if, and if anybody knows McKinsey, you know that she's <laughs> a perfectionist, she's super detailed, she's, she's very aggressive, let's say, in putting something out there that's really high quality and she's like relentless, yes. you know, in that. And so I don't want stylists to just feel like, oh, it's just gonna be all on me because that's definitely not the case. Like we're here to deliver. But with that being said, yeah, come in ready to, to put in the work for sure strap on your shoes because it's going to be such a great ride i i know that so many stylists who have gotten certified in ibe who maybe have experience with the previous method they're like holy cow i yeah. am blown away at the information at the support at all the approach that the whole company takes to providing me and supporting me with education it's like none other and i know mckenzie always says like education breeds confidence and there's no better feeling than being confident in your business and confident in the in the work that you put out. And I think that whenever she says that, she says that because she has experienced that herself. You know, she shared previously her experience with other methods and not being prepared and that knowing her personally, that is something that she will not tolerate. And so she yeah. takes it to 
every link to provide the very best of the best. And that's another thing that you can feel excited for and safe about is that you are investing in a business with a leader who will not stop at halfway there. She will make sure that everything is done perfect to a T and efficiently as well. This has been such a great conversation. I have loved getting to chat with you about stylists and certification and just that interview and that touch point that you provide for the company. So thank you so much for hanging out here today with us. For those of you that are listening that have an interview with Brett, it's so good to get to know you. And then for those who are looking, you guys can apply to get certified with IV on invisiblebeatextensions.com and you'll get an interview with Brett. You guys can always check out the website, all of our education, all the breakdown and details are there. So it was so good hanging out with you today. Awesome, thanks Tori, it was good talking with you. If you guys liked this episode as much as we did, please rate and subscribe and we will catch you guys on the flip side.